Welcome to the Scandinavian Mind podcast and our new series, Values in the Metaverse. I'm Conrad Olson, founder and editor-in-chief of Scandinavian Mind. On this show, we talk to designers, entrepreneurs and experts working with concepts like digital fashion, metaverse and NFTs. As you may know, this was also the title of our latest print issue. The thought being, if you're going to create new digital worlds, we need to think about what kind of world we want to create, what values we are bringing into it. Today's episode is a special one. Recently, I was asked by the menswear department at H&M Group to do a lecture on the state of digital fashion in the metaverse. I was very proud to have been asked by H&M to talk on this subject, and I thought it could be useful for you guys to hear an outtake from that lecture including a Q&A session from the audience. Let's get right into it and hear the first few minutes from my lecture. What we're going to talk about here is something that we've been exploring at length in our platform uh, the past year, actually. And uh, we put together a special issue on uh, the metaverse and what fashion will mean in the metaverse. We released it just uh, the other week, so it's uh, box fresh in a way. So we're gonna talk about uh, some of these concepts. I'm sure you've heard this term metaverse thrown around a lot this past year. Uh, I think it means different things for, for different people. There is though something extremely exciting happening when it comes to fashion. And the more we started digging into this, the more we realized uh, this is really happening. But my, my personal entry point into this topic was two things, basically. Uh, the first one started with my daughter. Uh, about a year ago, she was yelling, she was 10 at the time, she was yelling uh, for me from her room, uh, saying, Daddy, Daddy, do you think I should wear this cap? Do you think I should wear this cap? I was doing the dishes or something, so I walked into the room. She wasn't wearing a cap. She was holding up her phone with her Roblox avatar. And the big point here wasn't that she wanted to buy something digital for her, you know, for a game, for her leisure. That's been going on for quite a lot of time. The big sort of aha moment for me was she said, do you think I should wear this cap? She made no distinction between herself and her digital avatar. So this made me think quite a lot. Uh, what's gonna happen if we get a generation that grows up now, and in 10 years time, they're gonna be your consumers that you, you produce clothes for, that doesn't distinction between their physical selves and their digital selves. I think what's interesting here is, my daughter, when she comes home from school, uh, she doesn't just wanna you know, play computer games or video games. She logs on to this platform and calls up her friends, sometimes in a group call. And then they say, let's meet there and there inside that and that place inside Roblox. Roblox is her, her preferred choice of, of game. You know, if you look at, I'm sure you think about this all the time. What is fashion? Why do we do it? You know, I think the, for me, the simplest term is fashion is identity. It's what you project to the world around you, to the people you want to hang out with, to the people that you, you know, see at work or at school or whatever. So, you know, given that, it only comes natural, right, that you start thinking about the way you look when you meet your friends. That was a clip from my digital fashion lecture held at the H&M headquarters earlier this spring in Stockholm. After that intro, 
I went on to describe a lot of the projects happening in this space at the moment. From all the fashion brands collaborating with gaming platforms like Roblox and Fortnite, for example Balenciaga, Vans and Tommy Hilfiger, to the new direct-to-avatar brands like Fabricant and Dematerialized. I also go on to describe the current state of the metaverses and the big investments made by tech platforms like Facebook and Microsoft. Much of this is being covered in our digital fashion special that is now online at ScandinavianMind.com. I ended the lecture with a short Q&A session, which we are going to hear now. I will read the questions I got from the audience, and you will hear my answer. Let's start. Question number one. Are physical clothes ever reproduced from digital garments? I think uh, the Swedish company Goringo is one example where they actually do both. Uh, they start as sort of digital uh, craftsmanship and then they, they do the, the, the physical ones. Um, have, I don't think I've seen anything that's grown out of a metaverse or like a specific use case in a gaming or a meeting world or something. I'm sure that will come, but, but uh, you know, the examples are mostly like one-offs. They, like they do some kind of gimmick of a digital sneaker. Many of them are like, if you do something digitally, you don't have to it doesn't have to abide by the laws of physics, so sometimes it's impossible to do them physically. But they've certainly have done examples of that, yeah. Question number two. Do the digital stores inside metaverses like Decentraland also sell physical copies? I haven't looked into There, there was this sort of Selfridges uh, department store in Decentraland. We also saw, uh, I think when Vans did it in Roblox, it was just for the Roblox characters. I don't know what happened in the, in the Selfridges one, because could be, but... I don't know, it's, it's kind of a, a lot of the people that are moving into this space are kind of digital first people. They want to live in this sort of digital world. So, so I see, I don't see enough of this sort of bridging of the two worlds. I would hope that happens more. Uh, and and I, think, uh, I think there's a big opportunity there because I see how, you know, I think for a company like you guys, I see my daughter, she's scrolling digital garments, like, I don't know, it should be like a physical garment in there you can order. I mean, I'm sure that's going to happen any time now. Question number three. Will the digital fashion industry keep getting bigger? This is the billion dollar question, I think. Uh, and obviously, it's anyone's guess. The reason I'm bringing up Fortnite and what they are, what their turnover is, is because sh to show this is a real business today. It's happening right now. People are using these worlds to, uh, you know, they have this sort of need of expression and, you know, identity and connection with other people. They are using it in digital worlds today. Will that grow, become less? I don't know, probably not, probably become more. If you ask this guy, he's saying that the digital fashion industry, which I stole the title from him for this lecture, will be four times uh, bigger than the physical fashion industry. Obviously, that's anyone's guess, but it's interesting to think about. Uh, it's, it's, any, it's a great question. It's anyone's guess. I do think there's great opportunity. Lots of money to be made, to put it, put it bluntly. Question number four. Should traditional fashion brands change their aesthetics when going digital? As a brand, you have to decide what role you want to play in people's lives. I think you have to ask yourself these kind of fundamental questions. Uh, 
I do think H&M plays a huge role in people's lives, uh, given your size. Um, how do you translate that into a digital space? I don't know. It's, it, it's kind of up for you guys to figure that one out. But uh, for sure, there, I mean, it's easier to come across with something that's much more expressive. Uh, you know, a, a beige, you know, cashmere sweater doesn't come off that well digitally. Uh, you can't really see it unless you go into real detail like fabricant does. Um, but I, I don't know. I think it's, it, it's more about what role will you play? What kind of, um, what kind of community do you want to create? Um, I think those are more, much more important questions to, to ask yourselves before you move in and, and try to s sell stuff to people. Question number five, the last question. What happens to our identities when we enter the metaverse? Like, again, I don't think there's a the metaverse, like one metaverse. What I do see is uh, looking at sort of some of these players that are really far ahead in this game and doing great work trying to create these platforms, they are very expressive and they play a lot with identity. And there is kind of this playground for people who wants to, uh, you know, probably experience something or explore something in themselves that they can't do in the physical space. So I think kind of that's where it starts. Um, so that's interesting. I, the reason I wanted to bring up this sort of workspaces too, which is kind of like this mundane, boring situation, sitting in a conference room discussing like next year's budget or something, is that is a situation where I think it's also going to play out in. So will, I think it comes down to sort of social, you know, rules and, and social codes. So will it be okay to show up to the budget meeting as a dragon? I don't know. Maybe if you have that kind of loose culture, maybe will it take away from the issue at hand? Perhaps. Maybe you should focus on the numbers, not look like a dragon. You can do that on Friday nights when you're doing the metaverse rave or something. So I think there are kind of equivalents uh, you can find. But I see a lot of the culture comes from what you're just mentioning, like people using digital words to, to express part of themselves that they can't in the digital space, if that, if that makes sense. That was it from my digital fashion lecture. You have listened to the Scandinavian Mind podcast, our show about the intersection of lifestyle and technology. Every Friday, our team of editors and contributors talk about the current trends and events within business, tech, fashion design, culture, and more. From the Nordic perspective, of course. And every other Wednesday, you'll hear Values in the Metaverse, an interview podcast covering digital fashion, metaverse, and NFTs. Or you will hear Konst, our podcast on the current and future world of art, hosted by my colleague Roland Philipp Kretschmer. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to stay updated on the latest news and learn about upcoming talks and events. Visit scandinavianmind.com newsletter. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.